Good morning again, and welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we take just a few minutes and share this cup of tea together, and I can hopefully give some encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Coconut Cabana, a decadent dessert tea. This milky oolong tea has a naturally sweet, fruity, creamy taste with a delicate and calming aroma that will inspire your daydreams of the tropical islands and your hammock time. So sit back with your cup of tea and relax for these few minutes as we listen to where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning, a warm teacup welcome to all those who are joining with us today. I hope that you're in a cozy spot. You've got a nice cup of warm tea to share with me as we walk through uh, our next discussion in Nehemiah. Last week, we discussed about uh, Nehemiah not reacting to all the criticism, not retaliating with uh, equally unkind words. And this serves as a reminder to us to, to not react when we get that destructive criticism from others. We need to resist that urge and instead turn to God and pour out all of those hurt feelings to Him. Whenever we're discouraged, we go to God in prayer immediately and tell Him exactly how we've been discouraged. He will grant us that sufficient grace to overcome. Now, besides the the handling of the the enemy's attack in the right manner, we may also at times need to handle the specific things that the enemy might say against us. So we're going to look again at uh, all of those unkind things that the enemies were saying about Nehemiah and the Jews, and I'm going to, once again this week, uh, in Nehemiah chapter 4, read verses 1 through 6, and then uh, we'll discuss it a little bit more. So again, chapter 4 of Nehemiah, Verses 1 through 6. But it so happened when Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall that he was furious and very indignant and mocked the Jews. And he spoke before his brethren and the army of Samaria and said, What are these feeble Jews doing? Will they fortify themselves? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they complete it in a day? Will they revive the stones from the heaps of rubbish, stones that are burned? And now Tobiah the Ammonite was beside him, and he said, Whatever they build, even if a fox goes up on it, he will break down their stone wall. Hear, O our God, for we are despised. Turn their reproach on their own heads and give them as plunder to a land of captivity. Do not cover their iniquity. And do not let their sin be blotted out from before you, for they have provoked you to anger before the builders. And so we built the wall, and the entire wall was joined together up to half its height, for the people had a mind to work. Now, in verses 2 and 3, we see those discouraging words. We see, what do these feeble Jews Will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they make an end in the day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps and rubbish? If a fox were to jump on the wall, he's going to break it down. Uh, Essentially, what they're attacking them in these words, it means that all the work that they're doing, doing is futile. 
it's going to amount to nothing. Now think just for a moment. Have you ever been discouraged by awful thoughts that all the love, devotion, and service for the Lord or for the church or for your friends and family is of no value at all? That you're not accomplishing anything good? I think we can all say that we've We've had those moments. And if we give in to those thoughts, we're playing right into the enemy's hands. Satan's very skillful at using uh, people to criticize our good efforts, especially when we're already down. Certainly a great example of that is when Job was afflicted beyond all measure and, and his, his own wife came and told him, uh, "'Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die.'" We find in Job chapter 2, verse 9. And she was telling Job, what's the point of, of being so devoted and faithful to God if, if this is what you're going to get in return? You might as well just curse God and die. Perhaps you've been doing so much for the Lord only to find that you're not doing it, uh, you're not making as much headway. You're not seeming to accomplish as much uh, as as those who have done nothing for God, or, or worse still, that that you're not doing as well as, as even those who come up against you. And so the question is, how do we respond when people keep telling us that, that all we're doing is in vain? Or, or when Satan himself sows those seeds of doubt in our hearts that would cause us to want to just give up on our efforts because it doesn't seem like all the labor uh, that we're putting into uh, is amounting to anything. Satan tries to convince us that all that we invest into our study of Scripture, all the time that we invest in our prayer, the time that, that is so special that we set aside for worship and fellowship, even our evangelistic efforts, when, when we don't see the yielded expected results, uh, we're, we're sometimes put into that tailspin of, well, are we really even better off doing uh, what it is we're doing or or what the world's doing might even be better. But if you look at verse 6, we're going to see that Nehemiah and the Jews responded by working even harder. So we built, so built we the wall. And the entire wall was joined together up to half its height for the people had a mind to work. How in the world were they able to respond like this? Well, certainly what made the difference was their faith. Faith provides us with the insight that we need to look at things the right way. Things may appear to be foolish, may appear to be useless in the eyes of the world or, or those who are uh, pointing their fingers at us, but it's going to turn out to be the most profitable and the most worthwhile the most worthwhile when we see through the eyes of faith faith takes a hold of of the firm assurance that God gives us in 1 Corinthians 15:58 where it says therefore my beloved brethren be steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord God has said it. I believe it. That should settle it. Whenever we take God at His word, our vision becomes a lot sharper. 
Through faith, we can see that all the labor is not in vain at all. It may not seem to produce the visible results that the world seems to demand, but by faith we know that God has guaranteed that the outcome will be His. By our faith in Him, we're able to see through the enemy's attempts to discourage us. Nehemiah and the Jews, it, it, it made them even more determined than ever before to complete the task when they heard this criticism. It was intended to discourage them, but it ended up encouraging them instead. It fueled their fire. The enemies must have been baffled and even shocked to see that the wall was now halfway to completion. This is what I would ask you to listen. Uh, when we're doing the right things for God, what He wants us to do, the difficulties and the obstacles that we might face will be an indication that we're actually on the right path, that we're going to not give up and it will come to completion. The more difficulties that we face in the midst of God's work in our lives, the more determined we need to be in persevering to get the task done. When you're discouraged by the things that are being said against you, take a good look at that whole situation from the Lord's perspective and ask yourself why these hurtful things are being said. And when you're convinced that what you're doing is in the will of God the Father, seek the Lord for His grace and His strength to rise up, push through, and complete his task. Thank you again so much for joining us on this week's podcast where we continue to walk through Nehemiah and look at ways from the examples of the past to overcome discouragement in our lives. I look so forward to hosting you again next week, Tea Time with Tommy, as we continue walking through Nehemiah together. But until then, may your cup overflow with His blessings.